3: This is Jones and Mego on
4: WEEI. WEEI.
3: Final hour Jones and Mego with Arkan here on WEEI. We're taking you up until 6 o'clock. Big game for the Celtics tonight against the team they can't seem to beat, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And for more on this, Brian Scalabrini joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know. When Your Drains Don't Flow, and by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at one 800 get Hair Scal, how are we doing this week? Doing
5: well, you guys? We're doing well.
3: We're, uh, we're uh, getting ready for this game here tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. What has what the Celtics' issue been with Cleveland so far this year? They're 0-2 against them, a couple of overtime losses. What sort of issues and, and matchup problems, maybe even, does Cleveland present?
5: Yeah, I think in general, uh and this is not just the Cavs, you probably saw it in the Nick game. You've seen it against the Miami Heat with Bam Adebayo and Nick game with uh Mitchell Robinson. They have Mobley, they have Allen, the guys that can defend that restricted area. So I I think in general we we seem to struggle with that. Now that was early on no Rob Williams, but um you know, some of the ways you can combat that is by driving and, and throwing you know those alley oops to Rob. They call that vertical spacing in the NBA. So we, but I do think that's been an offensive problem for us. We still get a lot of open shots, like we did in the Nick game. I didn't think we played awful; just missed a lot of open shots. But uh, I do think if I had to say one thing that this stuff is sort of struggle with is shot blocking bigs with physical defenders.
0: Scal, uh, seeing Jason Tatum's first career ejection. In an actual season game, I know he had one in preseason. Um, what did you think of that situation? Do you think that there was a better way he could have handled himself, or was it kind of a victim of circumstance uh, with how you interpreted the officiating in that game?
5: Well, I, I mean, he got the first, t- he got that dunk, and then he said the guy pushed me in the back. You know, that's a, that was a tech. And I don't know what he said to the refs because he was being kind of facetious afterwards. Saying, I thought this is the greatest officiated game I've ever seen.
0: Was there a out. naughty word in there? Maybe.
5: I mean, there might have been, but it wasn't a. I mean, listen, the Celtics didn't play well, right? And you really, you rarely see a team get teased and have problems with the officials when they're shooting it well or really flowing. So, but sometimes there's compounding issues with that. You're you're not you're not getting the stops you need. You can't cut this lead down, and we're getting open shots, and you're not knocking them down. So then. Frustrations kind of come to a head there. Listen, I didn't feel like he did enough to get ejected, but it was a very, it it felt like a very frustrated game for the Celtics. And Tatum, who has come back from all-star break, and he hasn't had one of those like quintessential Jason Tatum performances where he's basically doing what he wants when he wants, three games in a row where it's been a little bit tough for him to get going. So maybe just frustration. And Listen, 82 games, I get it. Like, we all get frustrated at times, and it, it seems like that was like the, the, you know, after a long road trip, I don't know what he did after Salt Lake, probably hasn't been home in whatever amount of time. You know, sometimes frustrations come to a head.
0: Aside from missing his bed, do you see any common thread between those three games that you cited having a little bit of a slide since the All-Star game?
5: The only thing I would say is, like, I think teams are gearing up to stop him with that and remember that was Miles Turner, who's a good shot blocker, Joel Embiid and Mitchell Robinson. So that's three games in a row with physical guys meeting Tatum at the rim. And I like bigs aren't stepping up early. They're basically saying, like, we're gonna give you this mid range shot and you're gonna have to come and finish over us. And so that's just a common thread. And I'm not saying and like I've said, I've seen it in the past, but it doesn't mean he can't like combat that. I do I do believe that if the Celtics would have made shots it would have opened up the floor. I, I thought Joe Missoula pushed the right buttons by putting in a Mike Muscala to open up the floor. But even if you put in all your shooters and you had that play where Sam Hauser was wide open, if you, if you don't make shots, it doesn't do anything for you.
4: Uh, Scal, Arcan here, Do you believe in the Milwaukee Bucks and what they're doing? Obviously they're very, very hot right now. They've passed the Celtics. Do you believe they can uh, sustain this? And do you think the Celtics
5: will be looking up at them for the rest of the season? I don't know about looking up like the Bucks have had their moments where they will be five and five over their last 10. So I do, I do think, and I don't know how many times uh, you've asked me this question, but you know, I, I, I talk about this on the broadcast or whatever. I'm, I'm a big believer in the Bucks. I'm a big believer from day one. I didn't care when they lost all those games. I think they're big, they're strong, they're physical, they're competitive. I don't think people understand what it's like when your smallest guy on the floor is true holiday. And he is like a linebacker out there. So and I look at the Celtics, and I see there's only, in my mind, there's only one way to beat them, and you've got to be more physical than them. So the Bucks are a team, to me, that have the capabilities of doing that. And I believe in Giannis as a player. I don't know if they'll beat I don't, – I don't know if the Celtics will beat the Bucs or what, but I do know that home court advantage, I think, will dictate that series. If, if the Game Seven's in Milwaukee, it's going to be tough if they're healthy. If the Game Seven's in Boston – it would be tough for Milwaukee to beat the Celtics if healthy. So, I'm I don't I think you have to win these regular season games. I think you have to figure out a way to have home court advantage.
3: Well, maybe the Celtics should have played their guys in Milwaukee before the All-Star break. That would that would be a good way uh, to get game 7 at home. I I'm curious how many teams fit into that group, Scal. You just mentioned Milwaukee's one of those teams. Is Cleveland one? Who else are the teams that you look at and say, you know, it could come down to home court advantage. If the Celtics don't have it, I, I don't know how it's going to go. How many teams, realistically, are in that group with the Celtics? Milwaukee and who else?
5: Yeah, no, nobody else. Just, just that's Milwaukee. It? That's the whole t- yeah. That's the
3: whole league? That's it?
5: Well, you're saying like that, I think the Celtics will lose a series if they don't have home court advantage? Yeah, and that, that list is one. That's the Bucs. There's just nobody else. Not
3: Not Golden State if they got no. Golden State.
5: I mean, that's like a stretch, right? If they were to somehow figure it out, I do think – so Draymond Green is that guy, by the way. Like, he has this – he plays that cat-and-mouse game with Tatum. Like, he thinks he's up to four, but he's backing up, meeting you at the rim. So he's one of those guys. But there's not many guys or not many teams that have, like, the physicality across the board. Remember, the Celtics are big. They lead the league in defensive rebound percentage. They're big across. They rebound at a high clip. The Bucks are too. No one else matches up with them. That's why, like, I know we had that argument real quick about Brooklyn. I never, I don't believe in teams that are small beating the Celtics or the Bucks. It's just not going to happen. Philly might be, but man, like, they don't I, just, I don't know. They just don't seem to have enough talent. Yeah, I wouldn't. Be. And, I wouldn't go with Philly either. What about yeah. Phoenix?
3: What about does Phoenix fit in the they're too small we'll category for you?
5: No, I mean we'll see tonight. Like any time you have a guy like like. Uh, Kevin Durant. But the, I think the biggest issue with them is will all those guys stay healthy? Listen, I, I'm as big of a believer in Kevin Durant as anybody out there. And I, I think Chris Paul as a third guy is going to be amazing. Same thing, Devin Booker as a number two is going to be amazing. So I, 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 I think they're good. But I just, to me, it's just the Bucks. I don't – I've looked – watch NBA, whatever, watch around. I just see them as a threat and the only threat. Now, listen, I could be wrong. Cleveland could – have an amazing hit donovan mitchell can go for 40 a game maybe darius garland but i just i don't i look at the bucks top to bottom just start naming guys on their roster and you're like man dude, everyone's big everyone's big and strong and physical and tough
0: um so scal we had this conversation i don't know if it was a week ago or two weeks ago jones had asked you about Derek white possibly replacing marcus smart in the lineup uh, in the starting lineup Just given the way that Smart, aside from the Knicks game, has kind of struggled a little bit in a small sample size coming out of his injury. And Derek White has been really a force uh, for himself through the last several weeks. Do you think there needs to be any reevaluation in terms of Derek White? Not necessarily replacing Smart, but even just being in the final lineup on the floor in crunch time. It was something that even Tim Bontemps, I saw, wrote about a couple days ago.
5: So when you guys asked me that question, do you know how many minutes that that, that group that went to the NBA Finals that lapped uh, the league last year played together during that time when you asked me that question? Yeah, it was
3: something like 50 minutes, yeah. Yeah, it was 29. Sorry. Maybe, okay, maybe, I, maybe now it's I up to more. Like, they played like three straight like, games together since the, since the All-Star break. or I'm sorry, the first two out of the All-Star break, and they haven't looked so hot.
5: Okay, but they won both those games, didn't they?
3: Yeah, they didn't. They didn't look great as a unit, and I think I think especially the Philly game that would have been one where they I would have stuck with Derek White longer. Like to Mego's point, I, a part of a closing lineup, I would have liked to have seen Derek White as part of the closing lineup in that specific game for sure.
0: And I, I'm not saying yeah, that so I, I know, feel that he, way. I'm yeah, just the swearing, thing is,
5: yeah. I know. But I'm I know. That, but you guys, when you when you when you, I can tell you the reason why they didn't go that direction because, I, and you guys can have your own opinions on what you think, but I'll tell you oh, what I the do. coach of the Celtics he he didn't when he switched. Uh, well, you're going to switch pick and rolls with Joel Embiid, you want Marcus Smart out there. So you don't understand how Derek White could be a problem guarding Joel Embiid in a one on one situation, and how valuable Marcus Smart is in that in in those situations. So in theory, in, yes,
3: but in that night, no. I think he was like a minus twenty two in that game, and Derek White. They were pulling away from Philly when he was on the floor.
5: And how good was Marcus Smart? Um, in the what 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 game? In the overtime game, was it the, uh, the Indiana game? game? Yep. Yeah, are you? So you, you factor that in or no, not? Smart, like I
3: just, smart had a good overtime against the Pacers. Yeah,
5: small sample size, a big sample size. Do you take into consideration last year at all when you asked me that question? You gave him 29 minutes and you thought he should have went a different direction, and which is fine. I, everyone has right to their own opinion. That's fine. Like, Derek White has been, you know, a, you know, he's been average since Marcus Smart has come back. But I just want to know what you're basing that off of. Like me, I'm rolling the dice with the team. That got me to the NBA Finals last year. If I have to make different decisions as I go forward, and I, I think I can adjust to that, but I want to see what this group looks like. I want to see this group through. I think they've earned that right. You're like at, after 29 minutes, you're ready to like, like t- make well, a no, change. Well, no, it's not. It's not about
3: the 29 minutes. It's about the it's about the whole year. Derek White is that like Derek White has had a very good year, so it's really more about that, which is a big sample size.
5: But your bail on it on it on the lineup that only had 29 minutes together. Uh
3: I mean I've seen enough out of Derek White where have, I, Yes or no. Yeah, yes or no, you yes, would yeah. have bailed out. Yeah, where I've seen enough out of Derek White
5: where I would have, yeah. You would have just said <laughs> well, let me get this straight. A team goes to the finals last year. They lapped the NBA in the second half since they, they, they were eighteen they and lost in the fi- they lost in the finals, by the way, but yes. Gotcha. All right. So like if your are a results based like that, then that's fine. And it's just a difference of opinion. I, I I really wish you can coach in the NBA. It would be great. To watch. I
3: I wish I could. Like I, really, I, I tell people this all the time. Would I would, really love you. They I would, really would. I would. But I would
5: love to, Skell.
3: Can you? Can I you know put, you would. Can you put in a good word for me?
5: I, I know you think you would love it. It would be great to see. <laughs> Arcan, anything, be anything see. else before uh, we
3: go?
4: Yeah, Scal, I know you're not the Memphis uh, radio host here, but what's up with John Moran? Is he completely off the rails here? Or what? I've had the superstar like this. I'm struggling to think of a guy who's veering towards what he's uh, in the mix with right now. Yeah,
5: it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, you know, like you, you guys heard that, that incident with the Indiana Pacers and they yeah. talked about lasers being pointed. Now he's I don't know, man. It's like there's a difference between being, like, authentic to who you are and, like, you know, kind of like, listen, like, getting your the, – the face right now, you're the future face of Nike, which is a lot of money at stake, right? And then mm-hmm. you're also the future face of the NBA and your and your organization. So I'm sure the NBA is having conversations with him. But, um, yeah, it's weird how the last three months, this guy's like everyone's adored John Morant for being authentic. He has that, like, Iverson vibe to him, right? Like, people loved Iverson for being who he is. Well, I think uh, there's a line to that, and it does seem like he's crossing that. So, my guess is Adam Silver. This is, like, way beyond, like, the Memphis Grizzlies. Adam Silver would probably have a, a nice conversation with John Morant and be like, listen, you have a lot on the line here, and we are marketing the NBA around you. And if you keep saying stuff like, the league wants us to fail, they don't love us, and all these things, which is not true, but you think that, and that's like you're going down this road that the NBA is not going to like. So it's, I guess it's his choice for, quote, unquote, being authentic to who you are, but I do think there's a line to that.
3: All right. He's Brian Scalabrini. You can check him out on NBC Sports Boston and check him out here on WEEI on Thursdays at 4.30. Scal, thanks so much. We appreciate the time.
5: You got it. Thanks, Scal. Right.
3: Scal, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. I'm sorry. Wednesdays at uh, three uh, four thirty, I should say. Although who knows these days with him. Uh, I, it, when it comes to me coaching in the NBA, I would I would love to. I love that he did to you what you do to everybody else on this.
5: Yes or no? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. I, I need an answer. Yes I, or no? What does he hey, mean? He's a media that guy. He gets delight. it.
3: What 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 doesn't he get? We asked him this two weeks ago, and we said he should be taken out. I already answered it two weeks ago. I thought, but yes, I would I would I would, I would change the lineup from last year. Yeah, I would. Uh huh. The way Derek White's played, that's not a small sample size. That's I don't think it's an size.
0: insane conversation, so uh, that's why I wanted his I, perspective. It's
3: a little results based, though.
0: Okay, it's a yeah, little, re-
3: it's a little, re- it's a little too results oriented, is what it is. But I would, I would love to coach in the NBA.
0: I wouldn't. That seems extremely stressful.
3: I'll tell no, I mean, you. Thank you. Maybe that's part of the reason they took the interim tag away from Missoula. They're like the players are talking about bringing in Jones. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's make sure we got Missoula's back. Uh, Arcan has all the latest here in your trending and.
4: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: We're right back. This is Jones and Mego on WEI.
1: Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go.
6: We got enough. Wow. I really do. I think that the and I believe that they do. I believe they have enough. Yeah, no doubt. The wide receiver is an important position for. them. But if you roll it out and and right tackle is an important position for them. Connor McDermott plus his soul, he's back. You had the Bod, You had is back. You look at these players and and you say to yourself, they have enough talent. Ty Montgomery's under contract. He's a third down back. You have. Uh, an outstanding every-down back. You have one of the most dominant left tackles in football when he's engaged. You have one who should be an improving left guard. You have a, a very good center, a very good right guard. you got to fix left tackle, excuse me, uh, right tackle. And you have a defense that teams talk about still. Phil Perry was telling me he saw Jakob Johnson out of the Super Bowl, and Jakob Johnson said that was one of the best defenses we saw all year long. And I believe it. It's a very good defense. They don't have to go bananas, if you ask me.
5: Oh, there it is. They don't have to go bananas.
6: Not the
3: theme I want to hear from the offseason for the Patriots. That was Tommy Curran yesterday with Gresham Fourier talking about the theme for the upcoming Patriots offseason. We have enough. We don't have to go bananas, which I don't like. I don't like, and I think we're seeing it reflected in Bill Belichick's attitude and actions. Uh, That's Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. We'll get back to your phone call, 617-779-7937. I hear that yesterday from Tommy Curran, and I already said, well, boy, I don't love this. Then it comes out today, Mego, that Belichick may not even be at the Combine. And I, I do we know this definitively? Like, we still don't no, know it definitively.
0: I but, ha, I've i been trying to follow and see if there's any reports, because this is, this is where this comes from. Yep. Okay? So typically when Belichick is at the combine and it's still early, it's, it's only Wednesday. It goes a couple more days. So there's typically these stories that come out. Well, Belichick, he's not slated to speak with the media, but look at him. work like working out these wide receivers. Look yeah, at there's, him. He's, there's he's at least got, a visual. It's, it's always like he may not be speaking to the media, but he has a firm presence here. Exactly. And now the only thing that we have right now is from Mark uh, Daniels. Of Mass Live, he wrote, according to multiple sources, this is just today. The Patriots opted to send just four assistant coaches to the 2023 NFL Combine. That included one offensive coach, Troy Brown, one defensive coach, Mike Pellegrino, and the team's two special teams coaches, Cam Accord and Joe Houston, who, Ooh, who by that? the way, we said we were going to circle back on and we haven't, but we should yeah. in a couple minutes. Um, Accord and Houston are expected to work out specialists this week. Uh, although most Patriots coaches aren't in Indy. They don't have the week off. Okay, they're working. They are back in New England prepping for free agency and the draft.
3: Yeah, so my interpretation is Bill's not going to the Combine. Now, maybe he'll show up at the Combine and I'll say, good job, Bill, you're doing your job. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And you're not doing what McVeigh and the Packers coaching staffs are doing, which is skipping the Combine, which I think is stupid. What else are you doing this time of year? Show up to Indianapolis and go take a look at some of these prospects.
0: Prepping for free agency in the draft. I hope
3: that's what he's doing. Yeah, the draft. The the, the draft is in Indiana The whole draft. Everybody you're going to draft is in Indianapolis. So, like, I don't know what else he could possibly be doing. He better be there. He should be there. I hope to God he's going to be there. And whatever. Mark Daniels said these are the coaches, but Bill is more than just a coach. He's also in charge of personnel. And maybe there's a couple of different ways to read that. I'm guessing Mark Daniels is right. Bill Belichick won't be there. And I think that's a horrible approach.
0: So he doesn't mention Belichick in this article specifically. I just want to be clear with that. But the verbiage is the Patriots opted to send just right. four assistant coaches, and he follows it up with, historically, the Patriots would send their entire coaching staff to in, to interview prospects. That changed last year when the Patriots opted to send their defensive coaches and not members of the offensive but staff. But Bill was Indiana still West. there. Bill was still Bill there, was last, there year. last year.
4: Yeah. Our own Kyrie Thompson, WEI.com, quote-tweeted our segment and said, Be comforted, everybody. Bill's there. Spotting him in the wild is another thing. I don't ah. know if that's an official report or huh. what, but he said he, he's saying he's there.
3: Good job, Tyree. Well, good. Bill should be there. That means he's doing his job. So he better be there. That's what I said. He better be there. If he's not there, then that would be problematic. He should be there. And you can't make a big song and dance about being at the Shrine Bowl and then turn around and skip the combine. So he better be at the combine. That's all I would have to say about that. Like, what else are you doing? So he should be there. Good. If you're there, good. But... That's the bare minimum. Like, to me, that's the bare minimum. Every coach should be there, including Sean McVay, including uh, Matt, Mike LaFleur? Which LaFleur?
0: Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur.
3: Matt LaFleur? Who's Mike LaFleur? The guy who was the Jets offensive coordinator? Whatever. The right, LeFleur? We're
0: back to Joe House again.
3: The LaFleur in Green Bay. He should be there, just like uh, McVay should be there. And Belichick the better be little there. little bears. If he is, good. Good. Little gold star for you, Bill. You shouldn't be skipping this thing.
0: What is spotting him in the wild is a different... Is it a different matter? Does uh, that, is, is Bill, like, skulking well, around? What I picture him, like, hiding in the shadows. Hey, did that
3: bush just move? What I wonder if what he's saying is that just because we haven't seen him, we're wondering if he's there. I think well, that we're not there, so we
0: haven't seen him. No, no,
3: no, but I wonder if that's what he's saying. When he says spotting him in the wild, maybe he's just saying, well, if, we haven't, if they are freaking okay, out about not seeing him in then how come in the past in we get
0: all these articles of, Bill's got quite a presence How come here? we got a report from Mark
3: Daniels saying that they're only sending four coaches? He hasn't Multiple spotted sources. in the wild yet. Strange.
0: Maybe it's only four assistants. Is it that? That's what I said. It did, didn't mention Bill. Just said just yeah, right. four assistants.
3: Maybe they're only sending four assistants with Bill. Maybe they're sending four assistants with the coordinators and Bill. Like maybe, but that's a weird so way Kyrie to write Thompson
0: it. Thompson says Bill is is here.
3: Rest, today. Assured. Rest assured.
0: Be comforted. He's good. Says. I'm I, comforted. Are I, you comforted? I'm
3: a little comforted. Yeah, he should be there. That's why. spotting comforted.
0: him in the wild? Is another thing. Is he like in camouflage? I
3: don't. I don't know. Like, Arcane is he like said, blending he's blending
0: up against some? He's
3: behind a plant.
0: Is he posing as, like, a fat head on the wall? I don't know.
3: <laughs> and I, he's I, like,
0: hey, that's a nice 40 times. So
3: he should be there. And it should be more than just four. I love that they're sending, by the way, one offensive coach, one defensive coach, and two special teams coaches. Is
0: Troy Brown the only one who's willing to work in the offseason? I guess. Going, I just, Troy Brown is taking over every offseason job.
3: Look, you need to improve your special teams. But could we also focus on sending, oh, I don't know, more coaches on offense and defense, too? Why are you sending double the special teams coaches that you send on offense or defense individually? Why are there as many special teams coaches as you have on offense and defense? Looking
0: for punt returners who can one day upgrade to slot receivers. And why is Cam Acord still here? That is the big question to me, okay? You have a historically bad, by Bill Belichick standards, special teams uh, unit last year. And in the last three years, like two of the three years, really poor performance overall. And you're looking at it going, don't really need a change here. We're overhauling the offense. That's enough. I mean, you lost games that way. Yes. You won one game that way against the Jets, but you lost games too.
3: Yeah, I I am surprised he's still here, but he's lower on my right, my radar right now than Joe Judge. We've got enough. And <laughs> you have too much in special teams. Uh, he's lower on my radar than Judge and Patricia who by the way neither one was featured I don't think at all not featured I don't even think they were shown in that Building the Patriots episode
0: the one all about the Shrine Bowl that yes. came out mm-hmm. yeah it was mostly like Joe Judge look, Joe Judge was Brian's there here. though
3: Joe Judge was at the Shrine Bowl remember he was stalking around yelling me. at people yeah on the practice field I didn't see any Joe Judge in that video I didn't see any Patricia I didn't see any Steve Belichick. saw a lot of Brian Belichick.
0: yeah a lot of Brian I didn't see center. any I didn't Steve see Steve wasn't Belichick. Steve only there um for some of the time cuz his wife was expecting child. I don't recall
3: I, but i it jumped out I to me they, that was the case it it jumped out to me they weren't shown at all they weren't shown at all 617 779 7937 maybe it's just
0: difficult to spot them in the wild maybe they're taking after bill uh, skulking around the shadows fair
3: Blimey, I think I see him over there. (laughs) He's just uh, (laughs) the elusive Bill Belichick. He's just... I don't want to startle him now.
0: Oh, no, it's just someone else in a sloppy sweatshirt. Yep,
3: he's just (laughs) jumping out from behind a, uh, uh, you know, a watering hole. The Belichick lurks in a
4: luxury box. Uh, So... We'll get to your,
0: we'll get to your feedback Looking
4: through binoculars
3: at the wide receivers 40 times. Again,
4: 617 You
0: might startle her.
3: 793-7. Uh, we'll get to your feedback coming up. Can I hear from Daniel Jeremiah on the uh, wide receivers and the Patriots not just uh, complimenting their wide receivers. We'd like them to overhaul the receiver
7: group should they be in the compliment issue or should they be in the substitute uh, issue? I mean, that's that's kind of the the predicament that you're in. I think you want the best one available. And I don't think there's anybody that's, in my opinion, that's dominant or good enough in that group that you would you would have to play off of their skill set. I think you just want the best one. I look at, if you're looking for high volume, you know, catches and, and productivity, you know, you can make a case for Jackson Smith and Jigba because he's just got a really good feel. He works really good in the middle of the field. We know the success they've had with guys like that. So um, that one, you know, I I could see making sense to me. I just would want the best overall guy. And that's, in my opinion, is Jordan Addison, you know, just because I think he's a complete route runner. I think he gives you burst and explosiveness, make plays over the top. And I think he's got outstanding hands. That to me would be the place that I would go. But yeah, you know, it's one thing if you've got You've got a premier A1-level player, and you're like, okay, we got to find this, the, the complement to this. It's like, I don't know. Sub, substitute's okay there as well. You need to find the best guy. Okay, so hang on. So I didn't hear the end of the clip what
0: there. The what the hell it, is going on in Indianapolis?
3: Guys, no one knows what you're talking about. What 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 What's going on? Kyrie I'll Thompson responded, us,
4: he responded to his tweet and says, I don't have any intel other than experience. It was the same last year. No one could find Bill. He likes it that way, but no way you could keep him away from I football see. players. So he doesn't deal. know. He's saying he strongly believes that Bill's there, but he doesn't know. But he doesn't
3: know. Right. Okay, g- I, look, I hope he's there. I, I, he
4: better be there. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> the elusive Belichick. He better be there.
0: Night vision goggles on at the combine.
3: Retreats into the shadows of he, Indianapolis I, I, again. But I, but that's not. So it, the, he followed up by saying, "What again?" What? I respond I was very happy with Kyrie. I said Scoops Kyrie, that's the stuff I like to hear. And he responded
4: to me, I don't have any intel other than experience oh, okay. LOL. <laughs> it was the same
3: last year. No one can no, find no. Him. He likes it that way. No way you could keep that dude away from football uh, football players on a field. Okay?
0: Unless it's a I trust bowl. Kyrie's
3: experience. Correct, unless he's senior ball Exactly. No, look, I hope bowl. he's. I hope he's right. I. Uh, I I've been saying all well, day. Still, no one's reported that he's there. Is I, the point. Right. Quick, I,
0: someone go wave a lacrosse stick. I just think. <laughs>
3: I just think that report from Mark Daniels was so odd. It makes it sound like Bill's not there, and if he's not there, I have a problem with it. If he's there, good, gold star. You should be there. That's your job. But I, I, You can't make a big stink about being at the Shrine Bowl and then skip the combine. Uh, but on the receivers, do they need an overhaul or do they need a tweak? Because Phil Perry proposed on the Next Pats podcast to Daniel Jeremiah. He proposed the idea of what receiver complements the Patriots wide receiver group at 14. And that was the, the question that he asked. Daniel Jeremiah, and you heard it there, goes, well, what do you mean compliment? Like, why, why do you come in and get an actual alpha for the group? And whether it's the rookie receiver or a trade or maybe free agency, there's not a lot in free agency. They need to, I agree, not compliment their group. They need to blow it up. They need to overhaul it.
0: Daniel Jeremiah essentially said, who cares about complimenting these right. guys? You you need a huge addition. It's not about like, oh, what's going to work next to this guy? It's about this isn't enough. You need something big. And I agree with that. Look, I, I think it's important to overhaul... Uh, or I should say to at least replace that right tackle to make some adjustments on the offensive line so that you can have a functional offense with Bill O'Brien. But look at what you have, especially if Jacoby Myers walks out the door. Okay, you have Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and Tyquan Thornton, who's coming off of like half of a rookie season. That's not enough by anyone's standards. So I agree, but it sounds like That's not really the path that they're walking down, according to Tommy Curran's sources. Well,
3: yeah, and this is, again, we don't need to replay any of the Slade Bolden stuff, and I mostly ignored the Slade Bolden stuff yesterday, but it does bother me. It's like, oh... They probably look at it and go, Slade Bolden, that'll upgrade our receiver room and that'll fix our receiver room. Mac likes him. It's an olive branch to no, Mac. No,
0: that, that's not. I, I guarantee you it's because, sorry, they, sorry, really quick, it's because he is at the lowest price that they could possibly okay, but get. But whatever, how receiver. low
3: could he have, or how expensive could he possibly have been last year? It's just the, the way they probably look at it is if we get Slade Bolden, now we figured out our slot problem and we can go elsewhere with our team. That's a ridiculous way of looking at it. And I, I bet that is how they're looking at it. I just, I hate that logic. Uh, ben is in Pembroke. Go ahead, Ben.
5: Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Hi, I Ben. Just, I don't understand. You guys sit here and complain about Belichick all day long. He's not at the draft, but you complain that he can't draft anybody. So which way do you want it? I want him to be at
3: everything and improve his drafting. What do you mean? I want him to I want him to do his job and show up to Indianapolis and be better at drafting.
6: Adam, all you do is complain about everything. That's a Boston sport topic. Ben,
3: Ben, that's not true. Ben, Ben, let me give you let me give you a perfect example. Ben, I said I applauded Bill and the coaching staff for being at the Shrine Bowl. I'm like, good. I want them up. I'd rather they're at the Senior Bowl, but I like that they're close and, and up close with these personal prospects. What the Shrine Bowl. I'm talking about your the general Patriots. Theory. Ben, Ben, Bill Belichick went to the Shrine Bowl to scout players that by his own admission aren't even gonna be drafted all that highly. Now he's skipping the combine. That feels if he's skipping the combine, that feels inconsistent, does it not?
6: Nope fine.
0: Oh oh, ben! You can't say naughty words on the. Road. Thank you for listening. Okay, because first of all, just to straighten a few things out, so the draft isn't until the end of April. Sometimes when you're looking at the draft, you like to do some homework. Well, because on he the sucks guys at it. In the draft, who are all at the combine,
3: because he sucks at it, he shouldn't try. Ben, that doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. By the I way, guess. you know okay. who cares about the Shrine Bowl? The Patriots, because they made a documentary about it, right? No, exactly. Obviously, no. the Patriots care about the Shrine I was not alone. There were a lot of Patriots fans going. Good, good. They're going to focus on the draft now. Good. They're 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 working with all these prospects. Oh, they're oh they're going to they're going to draft better, and I buy into that to a degree. It's like good. You're you're with these prospects, spending you're, time with them. Yes. So you can't turn around and skip the the combine. So again, maybe he's not I, mixed reporting. I would say at best, mixed reporting. <laughs> I trust Kyrie. Uh, look, I do too. But he just said he hasn't seen. He hasn't seen him either. So I- we're trusting his hunch. <laughs> I mean, we're not, you yeah. know, trusting, not trusting Kyrie's report. experience. Yeah. Look, I, I all I'm saying is that Bill better be there. That's all. That's all I said earlier. That's all I'm saying now. He better be there. He should be there scouting these prospects like he was scouting them at the Shrine Bowl. Or else that feels wildly inconsistent. And yes, he has been bad at drafting. I don't understand how those two maybe he has that
0: Maybe he has that much trust in his um, scouts in front office now. They can do it. And they come back and report to him. Maybe. I or don't. Or maybe he wants to like, call friends behind the scenes they've and been, figure it out. That they've
3: way. been drafting better. That's probably what he wants to do. They've been drafting better the last couple of years. They're still not drafting great. They're still not drafting all that well. Uh, David's in the car. Go ahead, David.
6: Uh, good afternoon, guys. Thank you for taking the call. So, the New England, what they need is a good slot receiver. That's how they won all those years with Welker, you know, Edelman, you know, Amendola. You need a real good slot receiver. Decent receivers, you know, are obviously around, but the key is a slot receiver. That's their style of football. That's how they win. And that's what they need. Yeah, Period. and that's
3: and that's what Mac needs, like, specifically. So, like, I'm not anti signing Slade Bolden. If he makes the team out of camp, great. But he's a camp body. That's how I'd look at him. They do need a slot receiver, they need somebody who can work with Mac's skill set. And I don't know that the big outside receiver is that.
0: I'm just smiling because I'm picturing that like Slade Bolden and Mac Jones, because they were roommates in college, they got together in the offseason and made, like, a pitch video, <laughs> kind of like the style of Step Brothers, where yeah. it's like, prestige, worldwide, worldwide, worldwide. <laughs> this is what you can expect with Mac Jones and his chosen slot receiver. I,
3: I thought you were going to say uh, it's funny to think about that, like, Slade Bolden could just be, like, the next Edelman, and then this this no, no, t- this no. this blows up in my face like, as well. I,
0: I, I, no, 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 no. And I, I you're understand like, that, that pro- people... You're like, me.
3: that probably will happen. No,
0: I'm just thinking, like, how did Slade Bolden come back in for another workout with the Patriots, and if an they made of- this pitch video...
3: It's an olive branch to Mac. I'm sure they're like, "Look,
0: boats and hoes," (laughs) and Belichick's like, "I like this." Belichick's like, like, "You know what? You know
3: what? You sold me. (laughs) I'm staying. I'm staying here for the pitch. I won't go to boat name. Six hoes." No, no, no. Eight. Eight. There it
4: goes. That's Jerry Jones's book. Yeah.
3: 617-779-7937. <laughs> you can jump in line here early for Rich Keefe. He comes your way at the top of the hour. We have endgame now. When it
2: comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Pure Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.
3: It's that time of year. Cash the Ticket, Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Y'all want to play a f***ing game? Game over, man. Game over.
4: You little punk. Alright, it's time for Endgame, which is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Don't waste time trying to get rid of your older broken car. Cars for Kids is the easiest, fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's cars with a K and the number four. Alright, time for Endgame. we got okay. three questions here. Megan, you're looking for your first win of the week here. It's on this Wednesday. Uh, On this hump day, yes. Um, yeah, but Jones was so big, far off to a 2-0 start. That was yeah. a
3: big walk-off win yesterday.
0: Last night was devastating.
4: It was a big one. All right, let's go ahead and start with our first question here. It involves the Celtics, who are playing the Cavaliers tonight. The Cavaliers are one of the five NBA teams that has beaten them more than once. We talked about this yesterday. Name the oh, other four teams.
3: Okay. The other four.
4: The other four, other than the Cavs, obviously. Okay. Since I just said that. Okay. I got, I got
3: two
0: off the jump. Um...
4: It's an eclectic mix of teams. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> hmm. Not a lot of real like world beaters in this <laughs> in this group either. <laughs> I mean, Other than Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland's pretty good. Cleveland is good. The rest of these guys, I don't know.
3: It's a big. It is a big game for them tonight. Like it's a. Yeah. it's a big game. Agreed. You, you said know?
0: there's four others. Yeah, there are four, four others yeah. in okay. addition
3: to Cleveland who have beaten the I've Celtics at least two times this year. I struggled with the fourth. I I got three pretty Shoot. quick. I struggled with the fourth. All right.
0: There's, okay, hold on. And
3: I'm not positive I have it, but I I I'm. P- I'd say I'm i pretty sure I have
0: it. Okay,
4: uh, Megan, you're better off guessing than not. So uh here we go. Let me <laughs> well, you say you only had three. I'm Excuse saying you better, might as well just well, throw just a random guess for fourth. If you don't writing know. it in, she's okay. got it. Yeah. All right, very good. All right, okay. Celtics play the Cavs tonight. I One don't of the feel good about five NBA teams has beaten them more than once this year. Name the other four, I Megan, since this. you sound so confident. Why don't you go it? Okay, okay.
0: I know I have the first three: okay. Orlando Magic, yes; Miami Heat, yes; Chicago Bulls, yes; OKC. Okay, oh,
3: incorrect. You missed. You missed the Knicks. It? The New it was York the Knicks. Knicks yeah. they just Damn. beat them the other night. Yes, it was or the I, Knicks. I actually struggled with Miami. Miami is the really? one that I struggle with. I got New York, Orlando, Chicago, and then Miami is the one that I had. The Celtics' first four losses this year were to the Bulls
4: and the Heat.
0: Yeah, I yeah. that's I remember. Or no, that sorry,
4: the Bulls Cavs. and the Cavs. The Cavs, yeah, 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 yeah,
3: the Cavs were in there as well. The Bulls are the, the Bulls are like by far the weirdest.
4: Very ones. weird. Ah! Yes,
3: that's even weirder than Orlando. Tough Who's beaten them again how many times? Three times? Three times, yes. Thrice. Three times. Well, you're close. All right. You were close,
0: Megan. You were very that. close.
3: You were.
4: All right, let's see if you Good can uh, pick one up here. This Don't is pander a, to me. This is a football pandering question. Jones. That was that was Pandering, pandering that was, That's exactly what that was. All right, this here football we go. Question? Okay. In 2019, as a redshirt sophomore, Mac Jones' best buddy, Slade Bolden, oh, became a starter for Alabama after this star wideout broke his ankle.
0: Oh God! It's what year? Uh, Twenty nineteen. Alabama football question.
3: Oh, blank stares. Well, no, it's just a lot of their guys have gotten hurt, so I'm just yeah. trying to keep my I'm just trying to keep my injuries straight. With
4: that's them.
2: true. Oh uh, shoot!
0: Ugh, I don't know. There's it's like on the tip of my tongue.
3: Maybe want to put it on the paper. No, t- I, I can
4: can't. give you a hint. He's in the NFL now. Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, I know that it's too much <laughs>
3: help around here. I just, I just think they've all, they've all, all of them have gotten hurt. I think at some point. So I'm just sure. trying again. I'm just trying to keep my injuries straight and my timeline straight. Because all these, all these Bama receivers have gotten hurt. So which one did Slade Bolden plug in for? I have my best guess, but I, I don't feel very confident. All right. Looks like uh, Megan's still writing.
4: Done writing. No, I'm
0: done. I'm done.
4: In 2019, as a redshirt sophomore, Mac Jones's best buddy, Slade Bolden, became a starter at wide receiver for the Alabama Crimson Tide after this star wideout broke his ankle. Jones. I wrote Waddle. Jalen Waddle is correct. I got it. Jalen Waddle is correct. They both got it. Very good.
3: Very good. Now, when I say a lot of them have gotten hurt, did Judy get hurt? I can't, I can't 100% remember if Judy got that's hurt.
0: That's who I was nervous about. James, James,
3: did. But Jam, yeah. That's what I think. Jamison Williams, I know, got hurt mm-hmm. last year, so that was one. Uh, and then didn't Devontae Smith get hurt, too? Like, they all got yeah. hurt. All, all of those receivers got hurt. So that was, that was all I was trying to double-check on. But Waddle made sense, given the timeline.
4: All right, Megan, you need this one, and you need Jones to miss it. Here we go. This is about the Dan Shaughnessy piece in the Globe today, involving the Boston Bruins. Come on. Dan Shaughnessy <laughs> wrote about the 1971 Read Bruins. Read a
0: book. I were not.
4: favored to repeat as cup champions, but instead. This should
3: not be held against me that I don't pay for a Globe
4: subscription. Were this should, stopped not, be, in their this should tracks not be held against me. By rookie future Hall of Fame Montreal goaltender who was called up from the AHL.
0: What the hell are you talking about?
4: Well, I definitely know this. Do you want me to ask it again? No. Did you just ask me what I'm talking about or what Jones is talking about?
0: What you're talking about? Yeah, she was definitely. I'm throwing it in here, but I don't think it's right.
4: Dan Shaughnessy wrote about the 1971 Bruins, who were favored to repeat as Cup champions, but instead were stopped by this rookie, future Hall of Fame Montreal goaltender, who had just been called up from the AHL.
3: I thought it was going to be something very specific.
0: I was to the Shaughnessy you know piece. How much I was hoping it was just going to be a Washington football question. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but that's name's
0: Sean Taylor's jersey number.
3: Now we're stacking the deck. I We talked about that off the air. Otherwise, I don't think I would have gotten that. I would have gotten that now at this moment in time, but I don't think I would have gotten that. I'm pretty sure Megan put this
4: guy's name in the Slack channel Yeah, today. I know. That's why okay. I think I have it. That's All
0: why right. I think I have it. I only have the sort last hope name,
4: so. though. All right. Uh, Dan Shaughnessy wrote about the 71 Bruins favored to repeat as cup champions Instead were stopped by this rookie future hall of fame Montreal goaltender who was called up from the AHL Megan, what did you write? Dryden Ken Dryden oh. is correct Ken Dryden And Ken Jones got it too, Jones wins, unfortunately Megan, sorry, it's a valiant effort
3: uh, That wasn't. That's like an easy, I feel like that's an easy one Like I didn't need Shaughnessy, like everybody's grandfather is like Yeah, the Bruins would have won three in a row if it wasn't for Dryden like that's like I've been hearing that since I was since I was a kid. Which is, you know, I mean, uh, maybe that's why Shaughnessy wrote about it today. I probably heard about it on the Shaughnessy show once or twice. Could be. But uh but yes, Ken Dryden. There we go. All right, okay. I'll make I'll make him harder tomorrow.
4: Yeah, no, these...
0: I, I like the the first one is when you ask for multiple like answers in one answer, mm-hmm. that's
3: multiples are never a guarantee. Tricky. Yeah. yeah. I'm expecting multiples. <laughs> I think we both are. <laughs> I think is. Uh, I think we're both. That's. But uh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't the. What did she say? If it wasn't a possibility. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that was the closest one we've ever had. You guys
4: got everything right. Off by that's one of the four. That's not the fourth. closest one we've just had. Just
3: equally close to yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday was pretty close. Yeah, yesterday
4: was exactly the same. You got three thing. out of four.
0: I'm like the. Yesterday pre... was two out of
4: three, wasn't it? I don't know. It was three out of
3: four. It. Yeah. What? Megan got three out of the four.
4: Teams yeah, but today.
0: yesterday Jones just got more than me.
3: Oh, I see what I understand what he's saying. You Jones got, is like the spring training Red Sox; they're not <laughs> winning all their games, but they haven't lost. You got two and three either. quarters, is what he's saying. I guess I understand his yeah. point. Uh, I will say the, the game tonight is a is a decently big one for the Celtics, and they can they can put it to bed. The idea that Cleveland's a contender, you know, uh, maybe not completely put it to bed because they play them again early next week, but like they can really stick a nail right through cleveland and that whole narrative and i i have been constantly including cleveland in the same breath as the bucks something i know Scal had no interest in doing and something a lot of people have no interest in doing i've been including cleveland in that group because head to head they've beaten the celtics twice and their high-end talent is legit they don't have the depth of the celtics they have four all-star caliber players the celtics don't even have that the Celtics duo is better than anything Cleveland has, but Cleveland has well, wait, high-end talent. Are
0: we talent. talking about the duo of Jalen and Jason or Jason not, and Marcus? No, no,
3: no, not Jason and Marcus. Okay. Not the, not the not, fake duo not, that Tatum said Tatum's to ESPN today. Not preferred duo. No, 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 no. Not that one. But they they can put an end to it. I mean, if they whoop up on Cleveland tonight and beat them again early I don't next think it's week, an end to it. I will. All... Cavs
0: still beat them twice. I know, at the but beginning was, of the season. But it was
3: early in the year, and then yeah. now that the Celtics, now that they got the Celtics' attention, if they answer the bell in these next two games, I'll write off Cleveland. I will. We'll see.
0: I'm... I was going to go to the game and write off it tonight instead. Some dog duty. Dog. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's true. It's been Dom. home
0: alone for a couple hours now. That's
3: uh, that's where we'll end it here today. Uh, you want nice. you want to jump in line for Rich Keefe? You can six one 7937 nine seven ninety three seven. He's got you tonight, and we're back tomorrow at two o'clock on W E E I.
4: How powerful is Cox Internet?